Hey everybody, this is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 142nd episode of the Class Stars podcast. Today, let's talk about bringing the joy back to teaching. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day? and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So it's a new year, and wouldn't it be great if we can actually bring the joy back to teaching that so many of us remember from years ago? And when I say years ago, I simply mean before the pandemic. But it goes back for a long time. I mean, many of us, I talk to so many teachers who are in the field for 10, 20, 30 years, and there is just this feeling that there has been this burden placed on our shoulders since the start of the pandemic, and teachers are leaving in droves. It's very, very frustrating. The burnout rate is astronomical. And what if we can bring, what if we can remove that burden? What if we can bring the joy back to teaching, how great would that be? And I don't think that there's any dispute about that. That would be amazing. That would be great. The question is, how do we do it? And there are a thousand different ways to do it. There are a thousand different problems of why it's not so easy to do it. But I want to try to focus on one thing today, and I'd love to get your feedback on this as well. And that is, you know, I had heard um, a TED talk from Daniel Kahneman, the author of Thinking Fast and Slow. I've quoted him a number of times uh, in earlier episodes. But he gave a TED talk where he talks about how the way we perceive the world around us is in a story. And our brain is constantly telling us stories. And the way we interpret these stories determine whether we are enjoying ourselves or not in many cases. And so... I don't really understand the, te- the te- technicalities of it necessarily, but that's not so important for us. But what's important, I think, is for us to be able to tell good stories about our students. Okay, so that's step number one. If we can figure out a way that at the end of the day, we have a good story to tell about that day, about students in our class, that will help us bring the joy. The joy isn't telling positive stories about ourselves, about our students, right? There is nothing better than the feeling of seeing the impact of your work. That's a great story. When you tell your friends and family, do you know what happened? This kid came into school today and was feeling down and I did this and that and the other and it wasn't really such a big deal, but it made such a difference and it brightened their day. And you see it, that's a great story and that gives you the joy and that's on a, you know, on a particular day over a period of time, you could see more meaningful growth, more substantial growth. At the end of the year, students come back to you years later and they tell you of the things that you did that made a difference in their lives. These are all positive stories and we can't focus on them because we're being bogged down with all this other stuff. And so we need to be able to focus on that. The second thing that we need to really think about, and this is something that occurred to me recently, And it's something that I struggled with when I talked to teachers and principals about class stars. Who is class stars for, right? When you develop a tool 
for teachers, for students, is that a tool that benefits the teacher? Is that a tool that benefits the student? Is that a tool that benefits you know, the administrator or the parents? There are so many stakeholders in education. And it really is a system that when you're benefiting any of the stakeholders, everyone is gaining. That's, you know, that's a benefit for everyone. But I think, and I've spoken about this too in the past, is that teachers struggle with who do they need to tell these stories for? Meaning who is the end user, as we call it in you know, the tech world? Who is the end user of the product that the teacher is delivering? And I'm sorry to use these technical techie terms in, edu- in, you know, in education. Teachers are not comfortable with this kind of terminology. But just, just to make it clear for us, we always think in the classroom that the students are the end user. We're here for the kids. That's what pulls us in. I've said this many times before. Nobody ever goes into education because they love working with parents. But the truth of the matter is that in a certain sense, the parents are the end user. Because you could be the best teacher to a child, but if the parent, for whatever reason, thinks you're not doing a good job, at some point, more often than not, the child will come around to the opinion of the parents. It's very difficult, despite the fact that in many cases, teachers spend more of more time with the children in their waking hours than the parents do. In many cases, that's the case. Nevertheless, the influence that parents have are so huge that you, it's difficult to overcome. And so when we think of telling stories, telling positive stories, who are we telling these stories to? Are we telling these stories to the kids? Are we telling these stories to ourselves? Are we telling these stories to these kids' parents? Are we telling these stories to the administrators? Right? These are things that we need to think about. And because nobody goes into education because they love working with parents, it's sometimes difficult. And every classroom has those children. That child might only be one, but there's definitely one in every class in the world. That if you meet the parents of this child and they say, tell me a positive story about my child, it's hard. It's hard. This is a child that is difficult, that you can't get through, that doesn't seem to grasp. There are a hundred different ways of describing the challenge of this child. And when you can't tell a positive story about a particular child, that's part of what sucks the joy out of teaching because we don't want to meet that parent. When that parent contacts us, we can feel it in our stomach. We have this pit in our stomach that's like, oh gosh, whew, that is, how am I going to respond to that email? And if it's a phone call, even worse, right? So, so we need to think about this. And what I've realized recently is that when I first came into you know, the career as a social worker in education, I was talking with one of the principals I was working with, and he says, you know what the thing is with you? You're always wearing these rose-colored glasses. Everything is always great. You always have a great story to tell. But the difference between you and some of the other people that we work with is that with you, you follow through. You see them through it. In the end, the kid ends up being who you think they're going to be. They overcome their challenge. And at first, you know, when I heard this, I was young in my career and I was all like super mad about it. Like, yeah, I'm awesome. Wow, that's amazing. 
But as I went through it and got a little bit more mature and I started reflecting on it, what I realized is that I try to find positive stories in kids. And our role as teachers is to accompany them and not just teachers, therapists as well and various different support people. Our role is to accompany them through their journey. And if we have a mindset where their journey is full of obstacles that are not manageable, that they cannot overcome, they have a fixed mindset, we accompany, along, we, we accompany them along that journey and they buy into that. But if we maintain a growth mindset, if we join them on a journey where they are the hero and they may be faced with obstacles, but we're going to watch out for growth. We're going to be mindful of subtle progress. And the minute it happens, we're going to jump on that and underscore it and highlight it and circle it and say, whoa, that was amazing and really build them up that way. And the ones that are struggling need it the most. Then we can actually tell ourselves, our students and all of the stakeholders involved positive stories about kids who are struggling. Not every story is just they're in school and doing amazing. Right? In fact, most stories are not like that. But our ability to see the simple story and, and be able to see past the surface and really highlight the qualities and the strengths of these kids allows us to tell this kind of a story. And this is really where Class Stars makes it manageable to do this with everyone. Every student in your class deserves that you should be able to sit down with whoever is important in their life and say, let me tell you the hero's story of this child. It shouldn't matter where they're from. It shouldn't matter how well they're doing academically or socially or emotionally. Everyone's got a baseline. Everyone can grow. And if you start at point B and you go to point C or you start at point T and you go to point V, wherever you're starting, as long as you're making some forward progress, you can highlight that. And that's a good story. Okay, you can have two kids in the class both getting a 70 on a test and one is doing amazing because it's the best mark that they've gotten. They started out the year getting 50s and now they're getting 70s. And another kid is really struggling at the beginning of the year. This kid was getting 90s and now he's getting 70s. So it's not the mark that matters. It's the distance. It's the growth. And the idea of class stars was to capture that. The idea of class stars is to be able to monitor growth The idea of class stars is to be able to remind us, the teachers, the ones who have the power to create that narrative in the minds of ourselves and in the minds of these kids, to be able to capture that and to be able to show that back to the kid. And it doesn't mean you have to show them your class stars tablet, but you just have the story. You could say, look, I'm engaging you in a positive way every single day. I notice you for positive reasons, despite whatever else might be going on in your life. You can count on me for a smile, for an acknowledgement. And that's that's what Class Stars aims to do. Class Stars aims to capture the positive stories of every child in the classroom. And so if we can do that, if we can have positive stories with every kid in the classroom, imagine, just think for a moment, what kind of joy that could bring back to our day and the upcoming year. So... It's exciting. We're in August already, and this is going to happen. There's a new school year. We're past the pandemic. I think we're all good with back in school. Hopefully no masks. Hopefully that doesn't come back. 
It looks like we're going to have our first normal year since the pandemic. Let's make the most of it. Let's tell positive stories about each and every kid in the classroom. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.